Uh, welcome back to Talking Sack and episode one of my eight or nine part series on uh, the American Pie movies. Um, this has been a long time coming to get these actually like recorded or put out. Uh, for the first week, uh, I have a special guest. I'll, I'll probably have a guest every week. I can't imagine talking about these movies by myself. Uh, this week we have uh, Contos from uh, above the above. Sorry, it's it's above the moon, right? I was gonna say above the clouds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, you know, I do have a song called "Up in the Clouds," so free promo, <laughs> free promo, baby. Go stream that, even though it's like three years old. Nonetheless, yeah, above the moon FM. I do a little mm-hmm. weekly show on there uh, on Station Head on Thursday nights, where I like to hear the sound of my own voice. It's it's very it's very humble stuff. Yeah, it's it's a nice little time if you're just like sitting and listening to music for an hour. So uh, make sure you check that out if you're interested. Uh, but uh, on to the uh, main course of this week. We are talking about American Pie, uh, the original movie of the eight-part anthology series. <laughs> Lord have fucking mercy. Uh, this, one, this one might be my favorite. Or I guess I, I like all the like main cast ones pretty well. Um, just the, the first one is like um, something to it, just being that like um, it's probably like the first, or it, it might not. It's not the first like teenage like movie, but it definitely like um, started like a weird spark of films exactly like this around the time. Um, granted, we were both yeah. like five or younger at the time. <laughs> but... Well, that's the thing, right? With these films, is like. You know, back then, we're at a certain age where a lot of things are going to fly over our heads, naturally. Mm-hmm. And and that in itself is like, you know, revisiting is an experience in itself, right? Uh, I definitely felt that with the uh, Scary Movie franchise. Um, yeah. But but this, this is a different breed. I mean, you've always got your teenage cult classic type movies but this was i feel like it's safe to say even with our age man like this is like this this opened the barrier for 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 a lot of movies that resembled this style Mm. and this movie did like extremely well um it like it was box office numbers and yeah box office numbers it uh it made like um, it, it was made for like ten thousand dollars, and like its opening weekend was like twenty twenty or not or not ten thousand ten million. Its opening weekend I, was like twenty million. I was million. about to yeah, say. No, no, no. I, I was about to say, was that the projection or their budget? Like no. ten thousand dollars. <laughs> it was ten thousand. ten I million. Like, I was like, yeah. this shit does not look. I'm like, this no. shit does not look like Blair Witch Project. No, 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 ten thousand no. dollars. <laughs> its worldwide glo- gross was like two hundred million. So it it like. Uh, wow. It destroyed its benefit, and that's I guess that's why they made eight more of them, just because the, the first one did just outstanding. I don't I don't have the numbers for the other ones, but I think they did about as well. I love Hollywood in that respect. They're like, oh, the first one did two hundred million, so we're gonna do seven more, and they are going <laughs> to match the box office uh, yeah. uh, box office, and we are determined for this to be the case. Yeah, the, the first one made two hundred and twenty million dollars. Uh, just they could have they could have funded the rest of the franchise with that alone. Oh, easily. I yeah. mean, the the thing is though is like, and by the way, like we're going to get into this movie mm-hmm. to the to to the finest of details because these <laughs> notes are ridiculously obnoxious. But 
it, it is fair to say, like, I, I had to agree with you, you know, like, this movie is probably one of my favorites of the series because it's so authentic to what American Pie is actually supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, I think you mentioned just the just the, the, the main cast, you know, expanding on, like, that idea of what the quote-unquote main cast is, like, there's... <laughs> I, I feel so weird going so spiritually deep with American Pie, but there's like a <laughs> there's like a lineage with the Stifler shit, and it's like you can only really feel that <laughs> that um, that connection through the first like four movies, and it kind of dies off in five and six. Even though there's always a Stifler, it dies mm-hmm. off. I feel you know. Yeah. So, yeah, like, that's the thing, is it's, like, it is around, like, the family type thing, but, like, you can definitely feel, like, the the soul of the movies not being there, for sure, when, like, uh, the the main, like, four or five people aren't in them. Yeah, like, the essence of American Pie is, like, there's so many things to it, you know? Like, I mean, the way the movie opens, right, it's, like, you have, uh, you have Jim, he's, like, Pretty, yeah. for lack of better terms, jerking off. And yeah, no. He's, uh, watching, <laughs> the watching mo- porn the movie opens with, yeah, a dude watching porn. And if that doesn't tell you what the rest of the movie's going to be like, then I don't know. I feel, and it's funny too, because that's more like natural if you watch it now, as you know, with mm-hmm. all the content that we get now. But back then, even though it was the 90s, I remember it still being like slightly taboo to be like that, like. Uh, transparent I don't know if you feel that way but yeah it it definitely felt like it was more taboo at that time and it's like it, it, I mean you said it right there it's setting the precedent for what's going to come forth mm-hmm. yeah like and that's probably like the least or like the most tame part of the movie if anything too <laughs> Uh, so it yeah, really is. I mean, the ma- once the we main, get into this, yeah, the main character. Uh, I, I so like the main character's name is Jim. So I guess like they're all kind of the main character, like the group of friends. But I, th- I I've always kind of considered Jim the main character of all of them. I guess I don't know if that was the idea at the time, but I think it kind of became that. Um, definitely, no. You would definitely have to think that Jim would be the main character, even though I do agree. Like everybody's their own. Like for his for his. For as, for as surface level as a movie like American Pie is, it actually does a really great job at giving every single character a sense of purpose with its own with their own story. Uh, yeah, but Jim, but Jim's more of a main because you could argue that his story kind of like um, carries on with Michelle in Bandcamp, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like that's the thing with like Jim for sure is like in the first movie. Um, it's about like them lo- like so the the premise of the movie is like these friends trying to lose their virginity before the end of the year um, and they have like a month or something <laughs> like that's the it's a very basic movie like there isn't like a shit ton to t- like uh, take away from it other than that it's just like kind of a stupid comedy that's a very huge time capsule of the time period at least um, it but yeah it definitely is yo it's like uh it's really like a reflection of what that time was and like how, I mean, quite frankly, a movie having that be the plot, and that's literally the the deepest it goes. I mean, it just shows you like how ridiculous, you know. It, I mean, it reminds me of Fast Times of Ridgemont Ridgemont High, if you've ever seen that. Um, yeah. In that respect, yeah, I mean, that's a classic. Um, in that respect, but it's like a Simpsons episode too, where it's like, oh, there's this 
massive conflict or, you know, subjectively massive conflict. And then it's like, oh, but it ends up getting resolved. The end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like every like every fucking time. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And like, it, it is very, like, I guess that's how, like, a lot of, like, 90s movies that are, like, comedies, they're just, like, well, they're just meant to be, like, um, fun, like, whatever. So they're, they're not trying to make you, like, think too much and they're not going to give you, like, some uh, trick ending or something to, like, make you think. <laughs> but... Pretty much. Like, they're not going to make you do a bunch of dance moves and, and, and jump over hoops, like, trying to figure out what this movie is trying to accomplish, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's mostly... Uh, you know, I, at, at the most, you're going to hear, not in this movie, but it's like the more of the point is like creating moments and like having uh, fucking, not that it's in this movie, but like in sync. Like, yeah. let's just throw an in sync song in here. Let's throw a Britney song in here. Let's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, you know what? Shrek, I'll tell you something. Shrek is far more complex than this, but it, with Shrek, I mean, I remember Shrek for Smash, uh, for Smash Mouth. Um, you know, all-star, to be honest, uh, and some other shit, too, that's just drawing blank to me at the moment. But it's like, movies sometimes just want to make those moments, you know, more than anything. I think that's what can really make or break a movie, if they have those. <laughs> yeah. And, like, um, well, I guess in this movie, I think Blink-182 makes a cameo. <laughs> I um, think so. Yeah, they're, like, the high school band or whatever during the prom scene. So, like, that's also a very big, like... <laughs> indicator of the time period when blink 182 is the band for your show or whatever i don't i don't they were they weren't i don't think they were credited as blink 182 they might have been but wasn't See, I, I i didn't read the credits that hard well well no it's that's it's crazy you said that because uh, my my i was just watching that shit like casually like just really enjoying it for what it was i didn't even notice that the bands could have even potentially been Blink 182. Like I, I've wrote, like I wrote some ridiculous ass notes, and the only thing I left out <laughs> is Blink 182 cameo. Like yeah. it's not here, you know. I so, but I'll take your word for it because yeah. when it comes to visuals, <laughs> I'm trash. I'm much better with sound and, yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. So the the first part of the movie after uh, Jim's parents walk in on him jerking off. Um, is they go they like introduce I think most of the characters in like kind of like a whatever way and then they all meet up at like the there's like a hot dog restaurant that's like kind of a theme through all of the like uh, some of the movies where they're just they all kind of just like meet up there a lot of the time I think Um, so like the next scene is like them talking about it and then they're talking about going to like Stifler's party later or whatever um, so the character, like, I guess we probably introduced the main characters. So the main characters are Jim, played by Jason Biggs, uh, who's in a lot of other things. He has, like, a game show on NBC or something now, I think. <laughs> so he has he has a game show on NBC, and one of his biggest scenes in cinematic history is jerking off with a sock. Yeah. Okay. Just uh, keeping tabs here. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> uh jim's parents are played by uh eugene levy and uh who eugene levy is in pretty much most things <laughs> uh uh he's in Shit's creek which is a pretty good show that just ended like last year uh he's in a lot of like underrated underrated yeah. show by the way yeah, he's in a lot of like really good uh like early 2000s like comedies like best in shows really good 
can we can we just backtrack for one second about oh, yeah, this about this gym thing? I, I think it's an important dialogue <laughs> that needs to be had on on the Talking Sack podcast. <laughs> what was was a sock really like a thing for most people to use? Uh, um, for during, me, during it, those needy times, <laughs> uh, I I can't say for me I've ever used a sock for anything like that. But I, I would assume that like it has something like people do it or like uh, either that or it was just used for like censorship purposes. Like I get it, and I've I've definitely heard of it, but I yeah. never like I never I was never like oh that sounds brilliant like. You know what I mean? Like, kind of like the equivalent to, oh, what a great idea it would be to fuck a warm pie. Like, uh, yeah. I'm not sure I, I, about that. I'm guessing it was mostly used for censorship purposes and also it, like, right. held something, like, some sort of truth uh, that other people, like, used it kind of. That for but, sure. I won't, yeah. I, won't, I won't shame anybody. I'm sure no. that's, that's an avenue that people, you know, definitely take on Google Maps, but I don't know about, I don't know about all that. But yeah, I also don't know sure. about warm. I also don't know about warm pies. So like that. Uh, yeah, like I, I mean microwave <laughs> fucking cherry pie. I don't know. Yeah, God yeah, bless the movie. <laughs> so the the first like bigger scene of the movie outside of the jerk off scene is they. Uh, I guess I didn't. I didn't finish introducing the characters. Yeah, so uh, they go to Stifler's party. You're saying, yeah, and they're talking uh, about Kevin's. Yeah. Uh, Kevin's like taken aback because Vicky yeah. says she loves him and he doesn't know what to say back. Vicky's yeah, nervous talking to her friend, and she <laughs> thinks she and Kevin are gonna have sex. What were you gonna say? Uh, I, I was just gonna talk about the characters, I guess. Then no big deal. <laughs> yeah. So Kevin is played by Thomas Ian Nicholas, uh, who is in like Rookie of the Year, uh, and like a couple other things. And Vicky is played by Tara Reid, who is in like a bunch of like '90s like teen dramas, I think. And then she's in the Sharknado movies now. <laughs> she was. She's in she Family was that Elder. girl. She was yeah. that girl. She was a, a baddie. While. A baddie. <laughs> yeah. No fucking question. Uh, and Stifler is played by Sean William Scott, who's in just a ton of shit. I don't know. <laughs> just I, I don't know like specifically what he's doing now, but he's in like just a bunch of random shit. Sean William Scott reminds me of like, except on a much higher level, obviously, but he reminds me of Todd from Breaking Bad, where it's mm -hmm. like. You don't expect this guy to be in the movie that you're watching, the show that you're watching, but somehow yeah. there he is, Todd from Breaking Bad, <laughs> like the equivalent to this fucking dude. Like he's just everywhere. Yeah, like he's just, he's in a bunch of like TV shows. Yeah, he 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 does like a lot of like little stuff. Like I don't know if he he's not he he <clears throat> as far as I'm aware he hasn't been like a big actor and anything i'm forgetting but yeah <laughs> um and yeah, then he's really stifler to me for the rest of yeah, my life that's true I, stifler. yeah that, that would suck though I, I guess like i get it like he probably made so much money off being stifler that he probably doesn't give a shit but like if there, there are a lot of people who just get like funneled into one role because they played him so well or they're just very well known for that uh like oh, the dude. dude like the dude who plays urkel i think he just like hates being called urkel all the time Oh, uh, for Jaleel, sure. Jaleel White or whatever. Yeah. Um, also, first, honest, first person that comes to mind, dude. Honestly, for me, is Jason Alexander as George Costanza. Mm -hmm. Like he's, like you are George from Seinfeld for the rest of your <laughs> life. I don't, I don't care what you tell me. All this drama, all this bullshit. You're doing plays in in Broadway, New York. I don't give a fuck, George. <laughs> Sorry, Jason. So they're all at Stifler's party. Um, and then when you meet Stifler, like, it's very clear, like, he's just, like, a very obnoxious douchebag. 
Um, like, Stifler is not very bad in this movie compared to other movies. He gets, like, exponentially more annoying as the movies go on. Um, he's, he's, like, more annoying as the movies go on, but he's got to be at, like, his most toxic yeah. in this specific movie. Like The, fir- the first two, he's very, like, <laughs> toxic. Yeah, he was he was on some, like, like I... He, Stifler would have been canceled if this came oh, out no. in 2021. For sure. For sure. Like he's bust. I mean, busting. Like the first thing you see him say is like he's busting their balls because he says none of them are gonna fuck and they have tiny dicks and they're not mm-hmm. gonna work out and all this. Yeah. And that's like, I mean, that's nothing compared to how deep he goes in this movie. Yeah. The only so it, it's very good too because Stifler is always used as kind of a like a punching bag for the more like disgusting jokes as the series goes. Series goes on because. The movie does very good job at like making the people you don't like, um, or for the for the most part, like giving them like their comeuppets or whatever. Because the movie the movie's not as mean as I kind of thought it would have been. Like it's a very lighthearted movie for the most part. Like it depends. But, like it yeah. depends. <laughs> depends it's, on your mood. Like it's true. There is some <laughs> of the characters that are really really mean to, but usually like even the characters that people are mean to, they at least like win in the end. Like, even, like, uh, Sherman or whatever, like, they, like, in this movie, they shit on him a lot, and he, he kind of gets, like, in the net, whatever, and then, <laughs> so I guess we could get into that later, so. Pretty uh, much, there, like, he so... definitely gets his, he definitely gets his story arc, like, as this thing goes on. He, he even takes, like, the, I mean, we'll get into it, I mean, he even yeah. takes the worst shit of all time in, like, a bathroom, <laughs> and it's like, you think he's gonna die, and then, lo and behold, you know, he just makes it through. Yeah, is that Sherman or Finch? See, I get those uh, two mixed Finch up. Finch is the like, um, Sherman's the like redhead nerdy dude, right? And he he's only in for like a little bit. Finch is the like uh, main cast member that fucks Stifler's okay. mom. Okay, right, right, yeah. See, yeah. I get them. I get those two so fucked up because they're so similar to me. It's so funny. <laughs> but Finch definitely gets gets his vengeance. That's no so doubt. this and then during the party scene they introduce the idea of Stifler's mom. Yeah. Um, and they like there's the two there's John Cho who plays one of the MILF guys, and then I f- don't remember the other guy's name who plays the other MILF guy. Oh, um, you're shouting at the yeah picture MILF MILF MILF. Yeah. <laughs> so, is 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 um so, I hear all the time about how like the word MILF originates from American Pie. Is that true? Do we I have be- like I believe it's true, or at least Holy it shit. became popular through the movie. I don't know if it's necessarily where it started. But it is how it became, like, popular from my understanding. Yeah, because, like, I mean, I, you know, of course, I was super young in uh, 99, I think this movie came out. Yeah. But it, it only took, like, a few years later for me to find this movie. And, like, I mean, everybody just, that's <laughs> that's where it came from. At least that's what, I, I mean, I really wouldn't hear it often otherwise, uh, with the exception mm-hmm. of, like, a few songs. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really weird, like, how... I guess, like, that's kind of a th- one of the, like, bigger things this movie is just how much, like, uh, cultural significance this one movie had without, like, really trying to. Like, I think most people have seen this movie, or at least most, like, mo- movie watchers have seen this movie. <laughs> um, I, feel like, I feel like the most uh, curious movie watcher... Would, would would take the time to watch this. Yeah, it's like, just one of those movies, like, everyone that was, like, uh, like a teenager or an adult in, like, the early 2000s or 99 definitely saw this. 
And then most people who were like growing up in like the 2010s have probably seen this just because it was like one of those movies everyone says was like dirty or whatever. <laughs> I would love to know like the perspective of somebody who's, you know, born after that 2000s era where like watching all of this back, you know, does it even make sense? Like, mm. <laughs> like how fucked up does this look? You know, it looks like it's out of another time capsule i mean it's just a whole other universe i but funny enough the one common denominator throughout this movie that lasts throughout time is that none of these people look like high schoolers at all no not at all. <laughs> you look at them and you're like this man is a 31 year old plumber <laughs> that's my like favorite like trope of like teenage movies is most of the time they don't actually get teenagers to do it and they've do they've been doing a lot better job of that recently in movies um but like especially like before it's it's better than it was because they do look relatively younger it's better than it was like in the 80s or 70s when they had like fucking 50 year olds playing like the people in greece <laughs> Oh like, yeah, that's true. Huh? Like I saw that viral tweet recently that that kind of exposed Greece, and it's crazy because yeah. like that HD really like fucks people over. All <laughs> yeah. the time. Like, that you can really HD, get away with it when like it was grainy as hell. But oh man, that HD just shows you that they hired like gas station workers to do this <laughs> shit. They didn't give a fuck. <laughs> all right, it's so moving on in the movie. Uh, the next scene is. Vicky and Kevin are, like, in their room, or in one of, like, Stifler's bedroom or something, and they're, like, I think she she starts, like, uh, giving him head or whatever, and, like, he, like, finishes right before, like, Stifler comes in, and I think she, like, spits it up in a beer, because, um, like, the yeah. next scene is, like, they, they pan away, and then Stifler just chugs the beer, <laughs> and then he has, like, a moment where he realizes he just swallowed semen. Um, and like that's that's probably the grossest joke in the movie, um, I think. I, not maybe not off the top of my head because even like the pie joke isn't like gross, gross. It's at least not as gross as some dude drinking some other dude's semen beer. But that that was like I I forgot about that scene, so I just like yeah. howled with laughter. I was just like, oh man! And the way they <laughs> teased it too was just so great. Like the timing of it, like mm -hmm. just teasing the drink, and like. Uh, you know, it's. <laughs> I, w I watch a scene like that, and I'm just like, I'm I'm just thinking about all the people that are walking away from the movie right after that scene. <laughs> yeah, it, this seems like one of those movies. I actually pulled up like IMDb reviews to like look at it beforehand, and like half of them are either like like one star, or, like three star reviews, and the other half are like seven through ten. There's barely anyone that was just like kind of met on this movie. <laughs> See, but. Nah, see, like, that's why movie reviews, I mean, especially serious movie critics, but, like, p anybody watching a movie, period, who rates a movie, I find that they need to rate the movie based on the genre that they're watching and not mm -hmm. the, like, the score. It's, it's, it's like anything else. Like, you're not going to score something based on, at least to me, the best of the best best. It's more like what it's trying to accomplish in its field. And for me, this would be, uh, I mean, uh, at least like a, a fucking nine or 10 mm -hmm. in that respect. It's not a fucking Scorsese flick, but it's, <laughs> it does its job, yeah. you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Like it's, it's definitely like a very good, it's, it's a very good comedy. It's a very good teen movie. 
Uh, it's probably one of the best, like, at what it does in, like, the entire genre. But, like, and then people are like, oh, this is just schlock. You, would have, you have to be 12 years old to like this. And I'm like, I mean, it's just funny. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, like you, you can't go into it thinking it's going to be some mature high art piece. But, like... <laughs> It's definitely not, it's definitely not, like, some, it's not trying to take itself seriously, that's for sure. But, like, then again, there, I mean, like, look, there's two contrasts. It's, like, you have a scene where, you know, before the scene you were talking about, it's, like, Oz and Kevin are, like, telling Jim, you know, third base feels like warm apple pie, uh, and then you know where it's going from there, pretty much. And yeah. then you have, and then you have the other contrast where, like, the movie is just straight up wild, and they just show Stifler walking through uh, the house, just hitting on almost everybody that walks, and like <laughs> slapping a random girl's ass completely unprompted. You know, st- like Steve Stifler would not. I don't know if that shit would fly now. Like, people would be having a microscope oh, no. on. Shit. these movies that just could not be wild. made now at all like no that, that's no they they even tried like there's there's an american pie movie that came out like last october that was like i had a female cast um and like it I, it was awful like it just wasn't because <laughs> like they couldn't do any bad. of the like humor um it, it, it wasn't awful i guess it was just very boring like there's not like a lot to talk about like it's a bad american pie movie but it's, it's like a why. fine See, I don't see. That's why women need to have women writers working yeah. with them. You know, probably a bunch of men, and I don't want to assume, but like it. I mean, shit. Like most times, like probably a bunch of white guys sitting in chairs, and they're like, "Okay, okay, how can we recreate this American Pie magic instead of, you know, actually getting some women in the room who can talk about their experiences and make like a modern cult classic." And Mm -hmm. that's, you know, I mean, look, I'm not going to assume what the fucking writer's room was, but that's usually how it can be at times. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, I do agree. Women do need women writers and there needs to be more women writers doing things in general. Just like, you need to allow them to do that. Because, I mean, like, men writing for women is always just, (laughs) you're asking for trouble, so... Yeah, because men don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Like, it's not, (laughs) it's not going to convey anything properly i don't think the women in this movie per se are written poorly some of them are written better than others for sure but like i I didn't notice the women being written like awful or whatever so and it's it is like uh interesting how some of the women are written whereas like because a lot of the time they when people were to write like movies like this they don't write like women liking sex or like wanting sex like at all but like there's a couple of characters who like they're like just as horny as the dudes are, <laughs> which is just kind of how real life works a lot of the time too. Yeah, like an honest portrayal is exactly how you would be able to do that movie. You know, mm-hmm. the people are gonna tell right off the bat if you're holding back or if you're trying to, uh, you know, convey a certain image instead of just being, you know, how it should be. Yeah, and uh, so like I the... mean, but a movie like this, <laughs> go ahead. Oh no, no, continue. Oh, you know, I mean, it's just a movie like this, you know, going back, it's like, yeah, a movie like this wouldn't exist today, but it's just, the characters are just off the wall. They're all working off of each other. I mean, you have, you have Sherman confident in one scene and he's just saying like, ah, he's going to have sex tonight. Boys are doubting him, but he's like super, super like determined. And it's just like, that's just the art of 
just taking a movie for what it is. It's like you have all this character development going on even the in the beginning. Like Jim is a total uh, fucking nerdy, insecure, nervous wreck and like sex is not normalized or healthy for him at all. Like he doesn't see it yet and all that. So it's like you're seeing a character like Jim uh, who's just evolving throughout the entire movie working off of the other characters also. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, we should probably move on in the movie, or we're gonna get fucking stuck. We're not even out of the first ten minutes yet. <laughs> but well, not for sure. Like Jim, yeah. I have here. Uh, I mean, I'm. I've. Let's see. You were. You're getting straight to the shits. I. I mean, there are some uh, important. There are some like notes here. Like he's trying to like get Nadia's attention, and he's mm-hmm. nervous. He keeps bumping into shit. He goes up and walks up to her, and like. All of her friends are laughing along, so he laughs with them. Things get awkward. So he has, like, zero connection with her. And then uh, Oz is in the car with... What's the girl's name? Uh, Oz is in the car? Oz is in the car? What's the other girl? He's with, No, he's with a random girl, I think. Oh, and yeah, he, says like, he says that famous line. He says, suck me beautiful. And she just oh, laughs yeah. and, like... <laughs> And leaves, yeah. Laughs and leaves, which is <laughs> as she he says he says his name is Nova because it's short for Casanova to the girl he's trying to hook up with. Like yeah. I mean <laughs> I remember that now, yeah. He he tried. He tried. It was little, <laughs> he definitely tried. Uh and then a little I too think, hard. I think Kevin and Jim are talking in the like kitchen and then like Vicky o- overhears him like saying that he wants like to have intercourse or whatever. And then Vicky gets offended. And, like, that plot line doesn't really last very long because, like, the next day they've already, like, made up and, like, <laughs> like well, they're fine. But <laughs> Right. Well, because he's also he's also talking to Vicky's friend, like, in and out, like, conversations with her friend Jessica. And, like, he's yeah. trying to, like, get some help and some pointers on, like, how to, like, give her what she wants and whatever, you know. Yeah. For sure. And then they, so I think like they all kind of, they all kind yeah. Then we go forward. Okay, so where are you at? Uh, I'm like currently like, um, on on my notes, I'm like right before like the next morning. Okay. So, yeah, it's like the next morning. I guess unless there's anything else at the party, you would you have your on your notes. Uh. No, just Stifler is like definitely throwing up after drinking that love beer filled mm-hmm. with <laughs> filled with uh man juice yeah uh, for sure <laughs> and then the the milf scene mm-hmm. uh well the morning after i mean sherman is totally telling everybody that he lost his virginity yeah he comes downstairs with like uh like with an attractive woman and then like she leaves and then he like brags about having sex with her um, and then the four or five dudes are all like hung over and sleeping in the living room, like upset. None of them had sex. Um, <laughs> and then they all make the pact, which is the base of the movie, that they will all lose their virginities by the end of graduation. And I and you, and, you know, I I got to say, I totally believe Sherman. Like mm-hmm. when he came down the stairs and he's talking about, yeah, I lost my virginity. Da, 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 I was like. Just for you. Good for you, <laughs> like, Sherman. Yeah, like, you know, I, I actually believed his shtick, you know. Uh, we find out as we go along that he was yeah. totally lying. Yeah. The fucking guy. But in the words of Liz to these boys and their fucking sex pacts, good luck. 
Good luck. <laughs> Best of luck to all of you. And they all uh, they all take different paths that kind of go throughout the movie. Um, we could just go through each of their like sections. I think might be a little easier. Uh, unless we we could probably go through the movie too. It's probably so. Kevin, um, he call Kevin is the first one I, I remember because he calls his brother, and his brother's played by Casey Affleck. <laughs> um, it was like probably what a his, cast. I know he's probably like his first movie he's probably in or something. Um, wow. And his brother tells him about uh, the Book of Love, which is just a like a sh- like a a scrapbook put together of a bunch of like other sex books that's in like the floorboard of the high school library (laughs) just happens to be there yeah and it's it's only brought up like twice and then um they forget about it for like seven movies and then like the eighth movie is about that book but it's about (laughs) like yeah, yeah it's about just a bunch of kids finding that book um yeah, but that so book is he... a huge role because like, <laughs> that book is a huge thing because he's like, well, you were going to say it, I think. I, sorry to cut you off. No, it's fine. Um, but, but Jessica and him are having a conversation uh, conversation, and he's just talking to her in the hallway and she goes, yeah, well, Vicky's not mad at you, but like she wants you to give her something that she can't get anywhere else. And he, she's mm-hmm. like hinting and he's like, huh? And she's hinting again. He's like, huh? And she hints one more time and she's like, he's like, oh, an orgasm. Oh, okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. So he ends up literally having the <laughs> the book in front of him with like a step-by-step tutorial, like it's an Ikea manual. Mm-hmm. And he's just <laughs> her out while looking through the catalog pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, yeah. And like they're in like her bedroom and like her parents are going to come up or whatever. And then like, it's like the classic, like uh, she's like moaning and like telling her dad to leave. But, like, she's not really, like, that's just what her dad hears type thing. She's just, like, saying, I'm coming or whatever really loudly. And she thinks, oh, she's just coming to eat or whatever. <laughs> and then he leaves. That, that part was probably m- one of my favorite parts of the movie because it was such a spin on, like, mm-hmm. such a, like, something that you see all the time in movies or shows, like, as a joke. Yeah. But, like, I think American Pie, I've never heard any other movie be, like, have the have the chick be, like, Oh, I'm coming, I'm coming. And, like, the, the father thinks she's saying she's coming downstairs, but she's climaxing. Yo, that was <laughs> fucking funny, man. I was, yeah. I, I forgot about that scene, and I was on the floor almost. That and that's great. pretty much Kevin's, like, whole arc. Like, he, he kind of already has a girlfriend, so he doesn't have to do anything, like, too outlandish throughout the rest of the movie to get to that point, you know? Oh, um, Kevin's the most solid bet in this fucking movie. Yeah. Somebody else who's, who's, who's starving. Yeah. Um, Oz was the next one I had on my notes. Um, Oz had to join choir. I, th- I think didn't did Oz join the choir to find a girlfriend or was it for like a school thing? I don't really remember. But I remember he joined choir. Um, and then he found yeah, he a girl was, that was in the choir. He was he was in the, yeah he's in the he's in the choir and they just happen to know each other and meet each other. But Oz is like this like super jock like does lacrosse and shit so like he gets offended because he thinks that heather only sees him as like this aggressive lacrosse player uh but she's just like trying to flirt with him and just get to know him you know so Mm -hmm. uh she asks him out the prom at the lacrosse game and then she gets offended see it's, it's actually really interesting writing there's like a karmic thing there like he gets mm-hmm. offended then she gets offended because she sees stifler 
celebrating with Oz for getting the date and like mimicking some fucking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like she's offended because she thinks he's in on it, but it's just yeah. quote unquote, you know, men being fucking men with their bullshit, you know, like sure. you know, just celebrating with the boys <laughs> bullshit, you know. Yeah. Um But but before that, well, yeah, before that though, like Eugene Levy, because this is important. Walks into Jim's room and has a brown paper bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a bag filled with nude magazines. Um, and Jim's dad is, like, explaining to him women's bodies. And Jim's dad is, like, asking him if he knows what a clitoris is. Yeah. <laughs> Says it like that. It's so funny. And Jim's getting uh, uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. His dad makes fun of him. And he's like... Uh, oh, I missed the quote there. I wrote something else. I see. I was typing so fast, but basically, <laughs> the biggest thing here is the plot of the magazines being planted in that drawer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really funny. And like, it's a, like there's a couple scenes where they're just meant to like set up things for later, which we'll get into that when we I talk about Jim's arc a little more. Uh, but yeah, also Eugene Levy in these movies is just really good. He he's just really great in everything. But like his his like comedic timing is so like perfect for these kind of movies. His timing is really spot on with like yeah. every single thing that he needs to like accomplish with every scene. Even yeah. like even as like ridiculous as Stifler's character is, he's also super important with his timing yeah. because like he's. In a way, like, if you're rooting for the characters, then you would see Stifler as, like, one of the biggest villains imaginable for this movie, right? Yeah. You would have to think. Because he's totally sabotaging everybody uh, everybody getting to know each other, like, second by second. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it, the, for, <clears throat> for as much shit as, like, these movies get, they're actually just very good, like, well-made comedies. Like, everyone's, like, doing their best. And, like, the writing, for the most part, is pretty good. And so, and, like, you can obviously tell, like, the people want to, like, be a part of it and they're having fun making it, for the most part, it seems. I've never heard any, like, horror stories about the American Pie casting or yeah. uh, rehearsals or I've never heard any, um, again, from what I know, I haven't heard yeah. any sexual assaults. Nope. cases or anything crude you know like it sounded like like usually when you hear the actors talk about the movie it sounds far more reminiscent than anything negative yeah and so yeah it's, it's always pretty like and they made four of them with like the main cast of people so obviously they all liked it enough there's only a couple people who didn't stay around for all of them but i mean i don't blame them too right because then you can end up as we're talking about earlier like you could end up being that you know jim kind of guy where you're like oh that's jim from american pie and then like you kind of don't have your 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 brands you know your brands can get lost sometimes with shit like that i'd have to imagine (laughs) you know um but you you see but that scene there you know like i know we're we're jumping around a lot but um but heather yeah heather gets offended and it's kind of like a a fair balance of karma there where oz gets offended heather gets offended and now they're trying to get through, like, that tension of miscommunication. Mm-hmm. Which, um, for Oz, it works out in the end. They, like, he, like, so the big, like, his big blow-off is uh, he has to choose between a lacrosse game and uh, the choir concert because they're the same day. 
Uh, he ends up going to the lacrosse co- thing first, but then he ends up losing, and then he just gets like, uh, he's like, no, this isn't worth it, and then just drives to like Michigan State or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I love, I love how a high schooler has that like. I, I found that scene to be, like, one of my favorites just for the simple fact that a high schooler had the mental capacity to, like, love somebody so much and be like, you know what? Fuck this game. I'm out of here. You just fuck lacrosse. And then he just yeah, uh, drives 45 minutes to a choir thing that he still I, that he, he makes and they perform, I think. And then they end up still going to prom together because she is uh, very smitten by that. And then I think they, they, do, they do end up having sex, but they do have, they have, like, a heart-to-heart moment or whatever about it <laughs> and it's, it's, it's an irresistible connection yeah like a little little touching moment between uh him and heather uh it's it's beautiful <laughs> um i do have like jim's little story arc here going on where he's taking the i mean you you have all this you have all this wholesome genuine love going on with with uh with Oz and Heather and then you have Jim uh finding a pie mm-hmm. that was made by his family in the kitchen and he gets caught by his dad Eugene Levy as he decided to uh for lack of better terms fuck the warm pie right on the kitchen table yeah just because <laughs> uh <laughs> And we have a bird's eye, not a bird's eye view shot, but at least a, a, a pretty decent overview of a grown man in a, having his way with a, a, a warm pie that is definitely not going to be used for dinner tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really weird. Uh, it's They like, the way they like cut it is like they talk about it in the previous scene and then he comes home and then he sees it and then he just immediately, his, da- his dad like comes home while he's doing it. And I'm not sure how he didn't like hear his dad coming or whatever. And like I, I still don't understand what his thought process was to like do it and then just be like, oh, I guess he like either ate it and didn't realize it, or I guess he was just gonna tell his mom that he like threw it away or something. Oh. Going back to what you were saying before the technical difficulties, um mm-hmm. like how does somebody in their mind like say, I am going to use this warm pie for this purpose? And yeah. I'm going to dispose of this uh, successfully. And then I'm going to explain to everybody that I, myself, ate this entire pie in one sitting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what, like, he was thinking, uh, like, just in the moment. He was just incredibly horny. It's the most horny I've ever seen a human being in my life that they need to go <laughs> have sex with a pie, like, on the spot. Like, that's just crazy. <laughs> I mean, just t- <laughs> I, I'm thinking of... I'm thinking about just, like, the only time I've ever seen people be that horny would probably be, like, fucking wrestling Twitter, like, <laughs> directing directing their wishes at literally every woman who wrestles mm-hmm. and being totally weird about it. Other than that, not as thirsty as fucking a warm pie, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And it's like I'm on Google right now. I'm on Google. Oh, sorry to cut you off. I'm on Google no. right now trying to see if there's an origin story to why like this scene even happened. Like if this actually happened to somebody in life and they just put it in the movie. What were you going to say? Oh, nothing. I was I was just going to say that like uh the movie does like a a decent job of like showing it, but like it's still it's just like super random. Like I guess they they did it because that was like the name of the movie and they were trying to like um have like a shot for the poster 
but <laughs> it's a hey, it's a flattering it's one hell of a flattering promotional image if they wanted to go that way that's for sure i mean yeah <laughs> i i will say though like i would have a from a cinematic standpoint i would have appreciated more of like a build-up where i'm watching like the microwave countdown from seven yeah <laughs> yeah like by the second like i would have liked to have like the beep 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 you know and like actually feel the tension arise in the air so it was kind of like <laughs> anticlimactic when it's just like cutting straight to him on the table which i totally respect because you got to do what you need to do but it was a little it was a little fast for my taste like i if i'm scorsese i would have judged the shit out of that timing <laughs> yeah scorsese would have had a field day with this movie let me tell you I would I love to pay Patreon, Patreon and see Scorsese's opinion on American Pie. <laughs> There's so many movies I would want to see that. <laughs> uh, so before, so the rest of Jim's arc outside the pie thing is like um, he, what the one like foreign exchange student girl Nadia, um, she asks Jim to like come over and study or whatever. And so, and then all of his friends, and this, this is like one of the weirder parts of the movie. Like his friends uh, convince him to set up a webcam to like spy on her. Oh boy. Yeah. Lord. This shit is so cringe. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's incredibly like, it, it's good that it like, I guess like the way they do it, it's fine that it like turned out sort of in the way that Jim like uh, gets in trouble for it, but also like, he doesn't get in trouble really for it, like at all. She she moves, and he just has like the weird bit where everyone makes fun of him for dancing on camera and then premature ejaculating like three times, twice, twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I you know, I, <laughs> I hate to, I hate to like do it to death with the idea of like, oh, how would this fare in 1999? But this is like a scene where I really have to ask the director, like what like the 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 era that this was in like did were people were we really as a society like not aware of how bad this would be to film somebody without their permission like that i i would assume watch them like down the fucking street yeah like i would yo put it in there but it's just like one of those things where this movie's kind of like um making fun of like teenage fantasies i think in a way um so it's just like oh this is what every man wanted was like the hot foreign exchange student to like get undressed or whatever um which she does for a little bit which is like kind of weird because it's it's basically you're just watching like softcore porn for like 30 seconds or whatever until jim comes back in and then uh well the the jokes happen but (laughs) oh the jokes certainly roll when he walks back in uh it's Mm -hmm. just like i'm before that even starts, I'm just watching this scene and I'm trying to figure out, like, I mean, I, I, I guess I have to understand this is supposed to be a teenager's brain here in this perspective. Yeah. But like if like if I'm if I'm hooking up with somebody and they're like in my room, I don't know why I would run out of the house and watch them with my friends like five blocks away. Like that was some very strange I mean, like you said, you answered earlier, it's like a teenager, like fantasy, whatever, all their friends or whatever, I guess, or something like that. Uh, but ugh, like it, 
It's a little strange for me. Like he could, I'm surprised he didn't just stay put where he where he was at. Mm-hmm. He was so he was so determined to get this on film for his boys. <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, it is really funny. <laughs> it's just like, like the entire scene is very like fucked up and premise too, because it's just like, um, what? So it's 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 just yeah, I guess like film because they. they they don't just broadcast it to just the friends. They he accidentally gives it to every single person like at the school. Um, right. So it's like a live broadcast supposed to be for his friends, and then yeah, and him. he's basically just and Twitch he. streaming it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! It really is though. He like you see the entire school is watching this live in action. Uh, no sound needed for the for the point to be you know driven across was there mm-hmm. sound on this fucking video i don't even think like no i like, i don't think there if there was i don't i think it was very quiet but i don't remember there being like sound no you could only hear the music on the other side to what he's dancing to but even mm-hmm. before the dancing so like yeah she finds his magazines that were brought up before that his dad brought and everybody's watching on the camera from uh, from another house and everybody just wakes up to the fact like hey well they don't wake up to the fact that it's creepy what they're doing but they do wake up to the fact that hey jim this would be dumb for you to not be in this room right now and they tell (laughs) and uh i think it's um i think it's yeah kevin says to him uh ask her if she needs an extra hand so (laughs) so he so they pan the camera to like outside and he's just running for five blocks again uh running back to his house and he w- walks in on her, makes the move. Uh, she says, well, you've seen me, now I want to see you. Uh, she tells him to strip, and he's hesitant at first because the, webcam, the webcam's pointing at him, but eventually he throws the shirt on the webcam, and he does that infamous dancing scene. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, uh, outside of the, like, p- part where he uh, fucks the pie, this is probably the most, like iconic scene of the movie is just jim dancing over the thing uh <laughs> over the webcam and then everybody's uh, reacting yeah yeah and then i don't remember how the scene ends specifically but i think it's like yeah no jim just like comes twice and then they like cut away <laughs> to like him being embarrassed at school the next day i think oh yeah he he finishes before he could get his boxers off and like he's he touches nadia's thigh and he finishes uh and then he does like I'm this he's like begging he he asks her to stay and the way he asked her to stay was by showing her the the nude magazines <laughs> and she gets <laughs> which is like that's like code red like hail mary like I don't know how and she gets turned on cuz he says that nobody in the magazine looks as good as she does uh, <laughs> and then as soon as he goes like below the waistline he finishes a second time and completely blows it and then she moves back to czechoslovakia because she's super embarrassed which is fair but also like i think like if this was real life i'm pretty sure jim would be in like jail but (laughs) or at least like yeah 2021 yeah jim is a like Nadia's like 17 i think because like it's not even just that like she's like uh, under without her permission she's also a teenager so i, I don't yeah. know if these i'm pretty sure these characters are probably like 18 
but like I don't I'm not entirely sure. I think I think they're in their early twenties uh, when they shoot this. I've, I've, they've got to be right. They've well, got to be. Well, the, in real life, yeah, they're they're in their twenties. Like in the movie, they're like eighteen though. You think they're portraying them as eighteen instead of seventeen? Oh no, I don't. I don't know what the, they're just seniors in high school. They could be either or, but that's I, true I, too. I'm just saying. I'm hoping for their sake. They're probably eighteen. <laughs> You would hope that that's what I'm saying. Like you would hope that they got to be like in their early twenties, eighteen. Like, yeah. Well, obviously filming this movie, but like depicting that is still strange. Like even today, like there's like a certain line. Like you have to. <laughs> there's a lot of discretion there. Like, but the, her moving is like. Yeah, she actually moves. Is yeah, that she, a, in the she just goes back home. She just goes back home, like that's it. Yeah, Maybe, like that's yeah. how our character arc ends until the next movie. Like she comes back in the next movie, but in this movie she just goes home. Okay, that's why I got confused because I remember that she's in the other movies, so she does come back. Yeah, she does come back, but okay, she, gotcha. she's just only there for the like that, and then she leaves, and that's like, and then so the next gym part is in like he's in school the next day, and like no one he. His like his prospects are shot because of this, and the only person that'll talk to him is the band girl, uh, played by Allison Hannigan, <laughs> Michelle, um, who she she's very good in these movies. Um, like the only thing I like noticed is like throughout the movies, like you know she does like the weird like acts or like the like baby voice thing or whatever. Oh yeah, she she, she really does it very less. Career as the movies go on like she just kind of like they just tell her to stop doing it <laughs> oh yeah she's really early in her career but uh by the way sorry it might have sounded like i cut you off because we lagged there for a second but um uh, she, she's michelle her i think her character name is michelle and she's mm-hmm. like really really early in, in her career here you know so she's definitely got like that that high pitched voice where it's like yeah. she plays it she plays the role really 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 well but the whole the whole experience like humbles jim so much that he's just like okay let me let me just let go and just see who i can go to prom with and she mm-hmm. says yes yeah she does and they go and like um, at the end of the movie, when they sleep, you find out that she only went with him, I think, because he was uh, easy to sleep with. And she, she was fucking with him, basically, which is which actually kind of rules for movies like this, because that never happens. But <laughs> Right, like the dynamic, like how it's a woman doing it, you would say, yeah. right? Yeah. No, for sure. That was great. I saw that, yeah. too. Like, also, because, like, she totally... I mean, you you think like Jim's trying to do that, and then she just flips a script on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and funny enough, like she has like a I really like her character because she's got like those two contrasts going, where she's like very innocent and and calm, and she's like one time in band camp, like, and then like when they're actually sleeping together, <laughs> she's like dominating him, like in the room just throwing him from wall to wall like yeah. calling him a little bitch that shit was funny as hell man yeah i agree <laughs> it is it is very good it is a i think michelle is probably one of the better like written characters because they actually have like a a thing for her and then they they, they very much like uh, follow her path very well throughout them like the other movies 
Um, I think the only one we haven't talked about is Finch, because Stifler doesn't really have a character arc. He's just kind of a dick throughout the movie, and he's always just kind of there being a dick to everyone. But <laughs> he's. I, lo- I love how you said that. I love I love how you said that because literally my next note was Stifler. Literally, I mean, like when I was growing up, he was. I thought he was my favorite character, and now that I'm grown, I'm just like, wow, Stifler is my least favorite character. He is so unlike. <laughs> he's so unlikable. Yeah, he's like, the most. Like, he's guy. the most unrelatable. Like when when I'm sure like when everyone was a teenager watching this, like everyone wanted to be Stifler, but like yeah. looking back on it, Stifler is like the least relatable character. Back yeah. in the '90s, it, you would you could only you could only live in the '90s to understand why you would want to be Eric Stifler. Uh, not yeah. Steve Stifler. I mean Steve Stifler. Uh, er- Eric's yeah, like Steve the. Th- there's one of them named Eric, I think, but I don't remember. I think that's what, the like. What's that? Uh, I I was gonna say I think Eric Stifler's the one from like the like the spinoff movies. Oh yeah, he's like naked Miles Stifler. Yeah, but which yeah, is Steve... like pretty much. Yeah, that's my honestly. That's my, I I would say that's like the perfect. St- I I'd say he's the perfect Stifler. I think everybody like every episode of American Pie that you do, you should ask everybody who the perfect Stifler is, <laughs> and we should get a tally on it and have like a Stifler off, like have a Stiffy off. It's just like <laughs> I'm gonna guess most people will say Steve, but who would they say? Sorry, you cut for a second. Yeah, I don't know why it keeps doing that when we record, but yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone would say Steve. Steve, I I could see why Steve, but like I say Eric just for the sole fact that it's like that. There's like that balance in eras where he's like not super problematic, and he's mm-hmm. like kind of kind of kind of has some redeemable qualities. Where Steve Stifler is literally like such a fucking dickhead. True. It's like, <laughs> like it's just I, I'm just. When I see him drink that beer in the beginning, it's just like, that's karma, baby. That's karma, Mr. Stifler. <laughs> so, yeah, so then Finch's storyline is that he pays Jennifer, like, a couple hundred dollars to, like, tell a bunch of lies about him around the school. That he, One, that he has, like, a big penis. And two, that he, oh, yeah. like, uh, beat up Stifler in a fight. Uh, a couple other things. And then... Like, so then he starts getting, like, girls that, like, talk to ask him out or whatever because they think he's, like, a sex god or whatever because of Jennifer's lying. <laughs> uh, which then turns into uh, Stifler getting pissed because uh, he, everyone thinks Finch beat his ass. So then he uh, pours a bunch of, like, laxatives into, like, Finch's food or something, like his drink, which then leads to uh finch having the longest shit ever (laughs) just like the most violent shit ever taken um (laughs) the whole school like just uh all the goodwill he got from jennifer's lying is gone after the whole school saw him have to take a violent dump (laughs) which doesn't make a lot of sense because like i mean i guess like everyone's a teenager but like i don't i I don't know if anyone ever got like less cool because they pooped (laughs) I think I think the only way that this scene like made it so wild is because he was in the women's bathroom. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like yeah. it took it to that extra level where it's like the women are just minding their business in the bathroom and all of a sudden they just hear this earthquake of shit being stuffed into this toilet. They have no idea where it's coming from. And it's like <laughs> and it's clearly a dude shitting his brains out cuz they hear him and it's just like it's one of those 
it's one of those scenes where, like, I'll tell you one thing with all of that put aside. It's one of those scenes where I'm not critical towards, like, fart-type humor or whatever. Because it's actually fucking hilarious the way it's mm-hmm. pulled off because of his mannerisms. Yeah. I think, like, uh, potty humor in movies is very good if, like, done correctly and smart-wise. <laughs> I'm phrasing it poorly. But I, I, I think... No, like, you're right, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if it's done and it's not just there, like, randomly tossed in and the entire joke is that they're, like it's just fart sounds, then it's fine. Because, like, the joke is more that, like, I guess I'm not... <laughs> I mean, it is that he's shitting. But the joke is more that, like, Stifler paid him back for it, and it's supposed to be, like, this is his, like, payback for doing whatever. And also that it's just a long poop joke. And the, the movie the movie doesn't have many, like, bodily humor jokes for the most part. They have, like, the three or four cum ones and the one shit one, which is actually pretty tame for movies like this. It is. It's not only tame, but it's also. It's not only tame for movies like this, but it's tame for movies like in the '90s. Mm-hmm. Period. When it comes to fart humor like that, you know. But you also just made me realize that, like, so is it? Is it Finch that ends up having sex with with Stifler's mom? Yes, it is. So you just made me realize, talking about it, that he gets Stifler back mm-hmm. from the laxatives yeah. by fucking his mom. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's fucking smart, man. See, I it didn't is, even catch yeah. that. That's funny-ass writing. Holy yeah. shit. It's really funny. Liter- and... Literally, ho- literally, holy shit. Literally, yeah. holy shit. <laughs> it's it's really good how they do it at the end, because, like, he doesn't tell anyone that he slept with his mom, but, like, it's it's very insinuated. And, like, I mean, the, you know as a viewer, but, like, he, he just, like, toys with Stifler, and it's a theme through, like, the rest of the movies, too, that's very funny as it goes on through like this one wedding and reunion uh but yeah that's i think that's about it really i think we talked about everything just in kind of like a weird order <laughs> but... oh we're, we're almost at the finish line believe it or yeah. not i thought this was gonna go much longer but like no. see i need to ask your professional opinion with your singing chops about this following conundrum that i have with this <laughs> scene it is a conundrum my friend it is okay. an issue they are trying to sell the fact that Oz can sing. And mm-hmm. I, th- well, they're trying to sell the fact that Oz and Heather can sing. But the fact of the matter is, I only think that Heather can sing. Yeah, Oz cannot Oz, sing. Holy <laughs> shit. No, Oz like, is an extremely bad singer. I don't know, like, they, <laughs> they just had to, like, go with it because yeah. that's how they wrote it. But, like... He wasn't like the the idea that he was the best male singer in that choir is very funny to me because he's incredibly bad. He's he was like I noticed that the first couple like the first time I watched it was that he was just a shit singer and I guess that's probably the joke. But <laughs> I mean, if it's a joke, then I give them kudos and total credit for like having such a like. A, a a brain working type joke because it's real subtle like even mm-hmm. though he sucks it's still a subtle joke i don't yeah. even know if he was supposed to suck he might have actually been like singing his heart out like trying to sound like Pavarotti and shit like and it just wasn't it just wasn't hitting just wasn't no. hitting he was awful. heather on the other hand yeah but heather on the other hand like whether it was like whether it was her or like the voice actress like she bodied that shit like she was mm-hmm. like Beyonce of American Pie. I was like, <laughs> wowzers. 
Like, this is Beyonce at Coachella. <laughs> yeah, so the, uh, the final, like, scene of the movie is they all go to prom. Blink-182's playing. Um, we find out that Sherman didn't actually sleep with the girl. Um, the girl, like, tells them that Sherman was lying, and he, like, pissed his pants or something, and she felt bad for him. <laughs> but... Oh and yeah, then, like she totally gets on the mic and exposes him to the entire school. Like yeah. he has, he has no. So I mean, he has he has no way of escaping it. <laughs> yeah, and you have Jim's dad. You have Jim's dad before also like winking, winking at him and being like, "Make sure you carefully put on their corsage." Yeah. <laughs> That was really right. funny. I, I laugh at like pretty much everything Eugene Levy said in this movie. He's just everything he said was just hilarious. <laughs> Mostly just because of how he like performs it. But you know what's a wild fucking thing about Eugene Levy that we've been talking about throughout this podcast is like mm-hmm. you have all these characters who could be known for the rest of their life as this character, and they're not like Eugene Levy. Like, whereas whereas Jim is restricted to being known as Jim, Eugene Levy isn't restricted to being known as the character's name in this movie. He's just restricted to being known as the nerdy dad mm-hmm. in in all in like most of his roles. Like, is that yeah. fair to say? Yeah, he's, <laughs> like, very, he's just the dad. He is, he is typecast, but like in like a weird way, like he's always kind of like a like a nerdy, like down on his not down on his luck in some movies, but like he's just kind of always like a. It's like a nerdy dude or like a very like eccentric, like uh, quirky guy. Oh, super quirky. Like that's yeah. literally his character in Shit's Creek, you could say, too, you know? Yeah. But but with Shit's Creek, you know, there's more of uh, there's more of like there's more dynamics at play. Like I feel like I'm thinking about it now and I'm kind of realizing I feel like this movie would have benefited from Jim's mom saying some more shit. <laughs> like yeah, she had no nothing. She had nothing. It would have been funny, but I think it's, it, I think it's good to have like um, more like down to earth characters in some movies. But like for this, like none of the characters were down to earth. So if you're gonna like have the one character be like grounded, it's weird that it's like Jim's mom. <laughs> That's a good like, point. I, like everyone else in the movie is like weird as shit. No, that's true. Yeah. Everybody's got their own quirkiness to it, which, yeah. funny enough, like, I think, I think that's the funny, like, there, there's a, I, I liked, I really, I really liked the pairing of Jessica and Finch when they're dancing and she mm-hmm. sneaks like the drink into the prom, but she's like, she's like, yeah, but I'm not gonna fuck you though. <laughs> yeah. It's but really the, her character's actually done really well too, because like she doesn't, she's never like used as like a like a sex device like i think like the idea is like everyone thinks that like she's gonna end up with finch and then she doesn't because it's like a uh, <clears throat> uh jessica yeah i think i called her jennifer before but yeah jessica um jessica jennifer yeah Julia. <laughs> i forgot yeah um but yeah they're all i think like the idea is like everyone thinks that she's gonna end up with finch and then they'd kind of like fake you out because then uh finch ends up uh when, when they go to stifler's party later that night again then finch ends up sleeping with stifler's mom and jessica Je- jessica throughout the series is never used as like a uh, like a sex or like a sex device so which no, is very very the... yeah which is very rare for most of the girls in these movies 
yeah, like she's not. They're not like trying to overly prove a point with her. She's just being herself and just really, I'd say, more just guiding other people in the movie mm-hmm. more than anything. Like she's kind of like an an angel just guarding everybody to where they're supposed to be. Yeah. Which, which I kind of feel bad. Like she's kind of lonely. Like she's like, like where's her, where's her boo, her boo and shit. Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel for this girl. Like, yeah, have shit going on. Like, she just brought a. I mean, that's the saddest to get. Like, you just, you just get in your Drake take care bag. Like, you bring liquor to the dance and you just have it all for yourself. <laughs> like, I respect. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I guess the it ends. Uh, they go to Stifler's party. Each of them has sex with their respective person. It all goes over pretty well. Like, there's like jokes throughout the thing, but. Uh, and then Jim learns that, like, Michelle only accepted his, like, proposal because uh, she was felt bad about the Nadia thing and then knew that Jim would be easy to sleep with, so. <laughs> right, which he's he's kind of, in a way, getting his own karma there in some form, but he wasn't even... Uh, it's funny because he wasn't even expecting it because he, like, that's kind of, like, part of his character... <laughs> it's so funny how philosophical American Pie can be when you break it down. <laughs> it's such a crude movie, but like he's he's really got like a character growth thing throughout the movie, and this is kind of where it closes for this chapter for him, where it's like he is forced to think about like everything is about sex, da 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 da. And then he meets her and she wasn't all about sex, or so he thought, mm-hmm. and then he gets played. It's like it's a real it's a real like karma thing going on there, like to confuse his emotions. There it was kind of fascinating, especially because it connects later on, right? Because he uh, he marries her, right? Like two movies, two movies yeah. from now. Yep, they do get married in American Wedding. Spoiler, yeah, but they get married. <laughs> the, spo- spoiler for those of you who <laughs> haven't seen the, any of the American Pie movies yet. I wonder not to go too off track because I know I don't want to get too off track, but like I wonder if people are like. I know you said earlier people are rediscovering it, but I wonder if people are like genuinely like, oh, I haven't seen this before ever. Let me get into this. You I know? think at this point, if you haven't seen them, you're probably never going to see them if you're like my age, I guess. Right. Um, but like, I I mean, if like this makes you want to watch it, then go ahead. <laughs> but by all yeah. means. Yeah, I, I it is very interesting. I would suggest everyone watches at least the first two or three um the other ones if you feel like it but <laughs> they Honestly, the other... beta house fucks i love yeah. beta house the, the other ones are really funny uh but they're also so much more gross and like the idea is more of the like shock humor than like any sort of like uh wholesome story <laughs> but uh, wholesome isn't the right word but yeah it's, it, there's less story involved and more just like uh, a vehicle for shock humor, but they're 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 good in their own ways, somewhat. Oh, it was. I mean, it's more like as it goes on, it it just becomes how can we, <laughs> how can we shock people, like you said, and mm-hmm. how can we portray like this Project X type? I mean, this was Project X before Project X. Let's be, yeah, more or less. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um. But, yeah, so everybody's, like, obsessing, obsessing. Like, they're trying to get this sex pact going on, which is, you know, very high schoolish and everything. 
Um, so let's see here. We have, oh yeah, we have, so I forgot, like I'm watching this for the first time in a while. Right. And like, uh, Oz tells Heather that the, that the boys and him have a sex pack, but she means more to him than that. And Mm -hmm. before he even gets to that last part, I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Like you're totally like you don't even feel the way that they do and you're about to fuck this whole relationship up for some bullshit and he totally saves it right there at the end mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was a wholesome that's like when american pie is on some wholesome shit like all the crude shit throughout this movie calling people like you know all this shit going on like this is one of those wholesome moments where like he's just telling her how he feels about her you know and that's literally it yeah <laughs> But then you have more of, like, the other element where Stifler finally finds... Uh, Stifler's mom finally finds Finch. Uh, and this is a wild boy scene. This is a wild scene. You don't mm-hmm. get to see much. We don't get to see much, obviously. But, like, the... It was... I'm not gonna... It was hard for me to suspend my belief here. And I watch wrestling. I was just like, this grown woman is totally hitting on this 17 year old in theory right like the movie is portraying it that way like it was 17 18 year old whatever she's old as hell (laughs) and and she's completely (laughs) preying on him it was fucked up bro it was real hard to watch i'm not gonna lie to you (laughs) yeah it's really weird like and they do it like two to three more times throughout like the series um they like the end of the next two movies are just finch having sex with stifler's mom i forgot about that at least he's a little more grown i guess got a few years on his belt and shit like damn like she's just hung she's just starving for for the finch ski for some reason like out of all the people in the world she's just ready to tackle finch uh so they do their thing uh kevin told vicky that he loves her so they finally have sex. Mm-hmm. Oz and Heather have sex. Jim and Michelle have sex. Although Michelle is literally giving him like Dave Meltzer drivers <laughs> all over, all across the room. Tombstone pile drivers. Shit is getting knocked over. It's it's a very dangerous and volatile environment. It's very scary. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jim has CTE. He is, he is done for. Goodbye, Jim. He is fucked. Jim has died. Rest in peace, Jim. Rest shout, in peace, shout Jim. Out, shout out to Robert O'Neill. Yeah. <laughs> that's, my, and that's my favorite Robert bit, by the way. Yeah, it's really that's, funny. <laughs> that's, the bit, that's the bit that... I'm sorry to go off track. That's the bit that keeps on giving every single yeah. time. When Robert says, press, press F to pay respects, or rest in peace, so on and so forth, I just... I'm in stitches every fucking time. Shout out to Robert. Yeah, the end of the movie is them all, like, in, like, the hot dog restaurant again, talking about how they had sex the night before, and they're all just very happy about it. You know how you know how men are after they've had sex. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a man now. Da-da-da. <laughs> yeah, like... we, all, we all just toasting over some, all drinking some hot coffee, talking about the sex we had the night before. <laughs> Classic men stuff. <laughs> you know, just boys being boys yeah just dudes just dudes being dudes talking dudes about sex dudes. eating hot dogs just gobbling some dogs not gay at all by the way not in a gay way <laughs> hashtag not gay hashtag not gay it is 
No, they're, they're eating the hot dog sideways, so it's not gay. It's not gay. You... No, not two hands. Yes, sir. But you have to think, too, like, which English teacher in North America, or anywhere for that matter, just decided, you know what, class, today we're going to watch American Pie, and I want you all to tell me why the carpet was blue in this scene. Yeah. Like, is there a symbolism for... There has to be, like, a symbolism for why they keep eating this in this hot dog stand. Is it, like... Like, is, is, it, is it just about, like, yeah, well, we had some great hot dogs, but it's really about the friends we made along the way. I think it was, like... From what I remember, it was about the writers. Uh, this was, like, kind of, like, their hometown. So this might have been just, like, an analog for, like, where he hung out with his friends or whatever. But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just really wanted the, like, image of dudes eating hot dogs in most scenes. <laughs> Not gay, though. Yeah. Well, the last, like, the final <laughs> last scene of the movie is, like, Jim is now stripping in front of his camera again uh, for Nadia. <laughs> I guess this, I forgot Nadia came back at, like, the very end to, like, do, like, a, a gag where Jim's dad comes in his room and sees him stripping for Nadia. And then the movie ends, I believe. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That does happen. And actually, that's like one of the most prolific moments in this movie because it is being soundtracked by the one and only Semi-Charm Life by Third Eye Blind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> very, very important cultural moment. <laughs> this this movie was a cultural reset, let me tell you. <laughs> and that's, it, it uh, that's pretty much the movie. Uh, like, we've <laughs> we talked about... <laughs> pretty much everything that's in it this movie is just this, these these movies are kind of like fever dreams sort of they're just like so much shit happens but it's also very like uh, indicative of the time so they're very fun to look back on uh if you haven't seen them i would suggest going and watching i guess i've said it watch the first three but i mean definitely like if you haven't seen them just for i mean you'd have to watch it with a totally fresh lens and just be like this is going to be fucking outrageous and you just go for it if you are into that kind of thing uh it really i mean it really is a time capsule too like it's totally 90s um i mean <laughs> I i'll tell you one thing for sure you're not gonna find i would be shocked if you find any other podcast that went into this movie <laughs> as in depth as we did with the character arcs and the fucking the the symbolism <laughs> the the thesauruses sisses and all that bullshit. We did a, we did a, a tight five minutes on the the shit joke alone. <laughs> Yo, we 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 worked a Goldberg match to explain <laughs> to, to explain American Pie. I say uh, we did a lot today. Yeah, I'm no, that ruled. Shit. Uh, that ruled. Uh, yeah, unless you have anything else to talk about, I think that's that's all that's all we really need. We we did get a we we went longer on this podcast than I think the movie's runtime is. <laughs> no, no bullshit. This movie is one hour and thirty some odd minutes, so we're pretty, we're pretty close. We're pretty close, and yeah. we happen to have put forth half the effort, and we are way better than the movie. <laughs> so yeah. that's 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 saying something. That's yeah, saying uh... something. Uh, no, but I I do want to like. So, I mean, yeah, we're gonna we're we're obviously gonna wrap up in a bit, but I, I'm just, mm -hmm. what is, what do you think is the most Im important American Pie movie? What is the most? Just, I think it, it just I mean, grabs your soul. Grabs your I soul. Think, I think uh, one is probably the most important. Um, two, two may be like the funniest one. 
uh, I think four, like depending on like the reunion one, I think is kind of a bigger. It's it, the reunion's like important to the series. Like it's like it's actually a very good like wrap up. Uh, I don't know. Wed- wedding's good. I don't know if it's like the best at anything though. <laughs> I feel wedding is a little forgettable. I really like it, but it's like, eh. it's too wholesome. See, yeah. I'm. I was complaining about how we needed some wholesome shit in this movie, and then when I c- come across something that happens to be quite wholesome, I totally call it the shits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. American Pie. I mean, American Pie One is probably the most important. It has the most memorable scenes. I find. Um, it, it's definitely. I mean, it. It's the reason why the rest of them have the foundation to build off of. You mm-hmm. know, like, they have something to build off of, so that's, you know, important in itself. I mean, for me, like, I'd, I'd have to say personal favorite, though, I'd have to say is probably Naked Mile. Bandcamp <laughs> is my least favorite. Yeah, Bandcamp's fine. I It, it is probably my least favorite, too. Uh, but they're all, like, the spinoff ones are all very, like, their own thing, you know? No, they definitely are. Like, I, I'll tell you one thing. I'd be... I'd be, you know, I'm glad to have helped with uh, and been a part of this with you. But Lord, I am not watching Book of Love or <laughs> like whoever. I'll tell you, whoever is watching Book of Love, I am sending all the best to you, <laughs> all the prayers, all the good angels your way. You're going to yeah, need it. That's my biggest worry is like I haven't fully found a bunch of people for this, but I'll, I'm going to have to end up making like Liz or something watch those movies. And boy, I feel bad for Liz. Hey, look, I'll tell you one thing, okay? Shout out to Lutz, but I will happily, I mean, somehow, I will help, I will help you get through this hard time. We will, <laughs> I, I am willing to do a, a, a one or two more if needed. I would love to, for you to have the versatility and, you know, obviously find other guests, you know, mm-hmm. for, the, for the sake of the Talking Sack brand. But I would, <laughs> but I would gladly put myself through this if i need to i mean i've i've, I've grown up I, I grew up watching wcw thunder i think i can, ha- I think I can handle I mean, it if, if you want you are welcome on a different episode i'm just trying to get like as many people as possible to do this but yeah i have a couple people i just don't i haven't got all the sequels or the spinoffs like sorted out yet but i need okay well i do need one thing uh well rather i'm gonna need two things in this in that in that case i'm gonna need because I know Liz will do it. You know, Liz, Liz, Liz puts people over with no hesitation. Liz is a good worker. Mm-hmm. Liz, selfless. However, the two Roberts, I want the two Roberts to, to each collect, to, you know, each <laughs> watch an American Pie. I can, I can get that to happen. They both need to do it. And, and, and one of them needs to watch one of the bad ones. I don't care which Robert it is. It has to be one yeah, of them. I'll make, I'll, make, I'll make it happen. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> all right sure. then I, that's fucking american pie <laughs> one on the talking yeah. sack podcast <laughs> well, thanks everyone for listening uh the other seven will be up some point this will be up <laughs> soon i don't know we'll figure it out <laughs> yeah I'm i have to do pie. i have to do seven or eight more of these which oh boy but i'll, I'll do it it's, i'll do anything for the people listen man that disney money is lucrative they want this podcast done it's gonna get done yeah, Disney is holding a gun to my head. The mouse will not let me sleep. The fiend and the mouse do not let Jackson <laughs> sleep. They are the angel and devil on my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> which one is which? It's for you to decide. <laughs> They're both devils. <laughs> I have no, I have no guiding light. The, the <laughs> you have no guiding. Jesus Let's Christ. The, the 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 pizza version of the fiend is the angel, and the devil is the fiend. Yeah, my my angel and my devil. <laughs> Love Bray. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> thanks for coming on. Uh, everyone, go make sure to check out uh, the weekly radio show on uh, Station Head Network, uh, Above the Moon FM, starring Contos uh, themselves. Yeah, go go check out Above the Moon FM Thursday nights, <laughs> 11 p.m. on Station Head, and plus. Plus, 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 I do this music shit all the time. So mm-hmm. please stay tuned for all the good melodies and raps and rhymes and all that mm-hmm. other stuff. Because I do this music shit. A lot of shit's coming soon. Can't wait to show you. Thank you mm-hmm. for having me on this, Jackson. Yeah, no problem. I hope you have a good rest of your day. You too, man. Yeah, all right, talk to you later, man. Bye. All right, you too. <laughs>